0: Welcome listeners to Dark Whispers, where we journey into the unknown and explore the world of the supernatural. In each episode, we uncover chilling stories, unearth mysteries, and discuss the unexplained. Prepare to be captivated by the supernatural. Whisper 4, The Red Lion Hotel. The Red Lion Hotel was built in 1465 in Colchester, Essex, Britain's oldest recorded The Inn itself is one of the oldest inns in all of Colchester. This historical building still has its original Tudor features and wooden beams throughout, as well as the original rooms such as its historical importance. The Inn is now a Grade 1 listed building. This old coaching inn is a stunning historical building full of original features dating back to Tudor times. Each of its 20 rooms is individually decorated and includes The Red Lion provides a relaxing environment that provides all of the amenities you should expect from a modern hotel, as well as all the plush features that a 15th century coaching inn can offer. Room options include single, double, twin and four poster. There is a restaurant on the premises, The Parliament, that offers classic dishes in a traditional coaching inn setting with original wood beam ceiling. There's also a bar as well as 24 hour room service. Parking is also available off-site at the NCP on Osborne Street at a cost of £4.50 per 24 hours. The Red Lion Hotel is a stunning 15th century Grade 1 listed coaching inn in Colchester, the UK's oldest recorded town. With the vast amount of history this building has, it's very little wonder there are a number of spirits that have decided to stay behind. Colchester is also most haunted towns in England. As with most coaching inns, the Red Lion Hotel has a strong presence of the paranormal. With hundreds of years of being the centre of all the hustle and bustle around Colchester and the many characters that have passed through its doors, it's very little wonder that some of them have never left. Recently, there have been three main sightings in the hotel, the most prominent of which is the ghost of Alice Catherine Miller. Was murdered in the hotel in 1638. There have been reports of her ghost as far back as the 1800s. Her ghost was so terrifying to the owner of the inn back then, he had the door to her old room bricked up. It may have also been the room in which she was murdered. He had hoped that blocking the door to her old room would put a stop to the haunting, but it failed. Alice continued to haunt the inn and still does to this day. Guests and staff have seen Alice's apparition mostly in rooms 5, 6 and 10. She's also been seen in the kitchen and walking to her old room and through the blocked door where her door once stood. On one occasion the assistant manager was asleep in his room when he was suddenly awoken in the middle of the night from what he said felt like a strong bolt of electricity through his body. As he gazed around the room he saw an old rocking witnessed a woman slowly appear on the chair. She then spoke to him and asked if he was alright. When he answered yes, she disappeared. The figure of a hooded monk has also been seen, mostly during the early hours. Often witnessed around reception and the corridors, He is believed to be the ghost of a monk who died in a fire at the inn several hundred years ago. He is reported to have been trying to save some children that were in his care perished. The third ghost at the hotel is of a small boy. He has been seen numerous times in the Parliament room and mostly by children. He has been caught several times, appearing in photos taken by guests too. Well that brings us to our personal accounts section of tonight's episode and this one is from Ivana Humorati from Favisham in Kent. When I was doing my plumbing apprenticeship in On his way up Boxley Hill he saw a woman holding a baby standing on the bank. When he stopped to see if she was okay, she disappeared. The next morning he was telling us at work and we didn't believe him. Later we were in the calf, and I said to the lady behind the counter, he reckons he saw a ghost last night on Boxley Hill. From the back of the calf, a random man said, was it a woman holding a baby? We shit ourselves. Yes, we said. Oh, she died in a car accident, she's always up there even now, but I wasn't then. And this second one is from a source who wishes to remain anonymous. My partner's mum died about five months ago now, and one night he was on FaceTime to his brother talking about their mum when he realised his phone was ringing. When my partner looked at his phone, it was his mum calling. His brother on the iPad somehow went on mute. He answered the call and there was nothing, and then the call ended and he could then hear his brother asking if he could hear him. When looking at the call log on his phone, there was no evidence that she had rang him. He rang his sister to see if she had their mum's phone, and it had rung, but she said no that the phone was at home and she was out. Lots of strange things have happened. Their mum promised that if there was something after life she would tell them, and she definitely has done that. My daughter, who was one and a half at the time, was playing in her room when she came running out screaming Nanny. She refused to go back in there for two weeks when i checked nothing was there our next personal account is from emma wall in kent and before we start this account there is going to be a photo that's going to go up on the instagram page uh, very soon as soon as this episode is published after months of activity in my house involving cupboard slamming and my daughter seeing figures she watched a figure approach her and enter her body and then leave she took this photo only she was in the room and this is the only picture she took You can clearly see a figure in the background that looks like a child. It scared the life out of her when she saw it, but the person in our home was not here to hurt her. We were told that it was probably a child that was attached to itself to my daughter. I lost a child before I had this daughter, and I was told it could have attached itself to the next living child. We feel a presence in our home all the time. Our next account is from Josh Davies, formerly of Ramsey Road in Forest Gate, currently in Hornchurch and he says my old house on Ramsey Road always had bumps and noises going on. Our garden backed onto the closed off Jewish cemetery. Imagining opening your bedroom window every morning to see a graveyard. So most kids have imaginary friends but my mum tells the story well that I had a Jewish mum named Rima and her daughter, my sister, called Katie. My mum said she looked the the name Rima up and it's a Jewish name. I can't confirm if it is or not. Somehow my mum had been told that one of the graves closest to our garden was was of the name Rima. I vaguely remember kicking my ball over there and my dad going to get it, and he felt something. Our front room was an old stained glass window sort of thing, and I remember seeing a woman in a black and white dress similar to that of orthodox Jews wear, and a girl in a blue dress dancing in our front room. I couldn't see their faces, as the glass was the type of material you couldn't see through. When I was in year 7, I had been left alone after school for the first time until my mum came home from work. I heard voices, like you would in an argument, when people are arguing but you can't quite make out what they're exactly saying. Then it was like something had been thrown. All of this was coming from my loft. So I thought someone's broken in. I sat outside until my mum came home and she checked the loft. Nothing was there. However, there was a random tennis racket that was there from the previous owners was on the floor of the loft. Laying in bed at night sometimes, it always felt like there was running about and people falling over. There was one time my mum had brought this really nice painting, nothing expensive, but my dad had put it up on the wall during the day and it was solid. No way to move or fall down. We came down in the morning and this painting was on the floor. And finally, our last account is from Sue Catton from London and she says that she had a dream that she was driving along the M11 to visit friends when a tyre burst. She says I got myself onto the hard shoulder and called a rescue service. No one showed up but then a blue car pulled up and the driver went to the back of his car and pulled out an iron bar and started walking towards me. I woke up then but terrified as I was due to visit friends the next day using the M11. I then convinced myself it was just a dream. Everything that happened in my dream then unfolded in reality up to the point the guy began walking towards me with the iron bar. The rescue service turned up, having been delayed as he missed the turn off. Well, thank you for joining us on this chilling journey through the supernatural. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel for future episodes. You can also follow our Instagram page at Dark Whispers86 to keep up to date. You can also send us your personal accounts and experiences to DarkWhispers23 at Outlook.com if you would like them to be featured on the show. Any accounts sent to us will be used, and they can also be made anonymous if you wish. Until next time, stay curious.